especially if you look at this fitness industry in itself, there's a lot of noise out there. I can go down TikTok rabbit holes and sometimes wonder (laughs) what information is accurate and what's not. Um, So having coaches to help sift through those pieces is going to move things in the direction you want a lot. Right. Hello, Megs. How are you Hi. doing? Good. You? Welcome to the very first episode of the 416 Fitness Club podcast, although that name is probably going to change, but we're going to go with that right now because that's all that I could think of, um, unless you have something on the spot that uh, you can think of. No, I'm not that quick. No? Okay, so we'll just go with that. But anyways, to our millions of listeners out there welcome to our very first podcast and you know this is going to be kind of like uh maybe a little bit rough rough around the edges on our first go here but ultimately we're really excited to bring a podcast to our community um, not only our members but to anyone who's kind of followed us or has been a member or has been following us for a while um and basically just kind of you know, welcome you or bring you behind the curtain a little bit on on what we do here at 416, why we exist, um, who we help, who we want to help, how we want to help you. Um, and we hope that, you know, you're going to learn something along the way um, in our podcast. So at the end of the day, start with the introductions. I'm Dan. I'm the owner of 416 Fitness Club. Um, and alongside me is my co-host, begrudgingly my co-host Megs coach Megs how you doing Megs I'm good (laughs) yeah are you excited for today are you excited for our first podcast um maybe excited and a little bit I thought I was dreaming when you said that we were going to do a podcast so well we'll your dream has turned into your biggest nightmare because here we are in our first episode um, I think the first thing that I wanted to kind of get out of the way before you and I give our our rundown of who we are and where we came from is really that, you know, the idea behind this podcast is it's about extra value. We wanted to be able to give our members, to give our community a little bit more value um, in terms of nutrition, fitness, CrossFit, Um, a little bit of behind the scenes coaching, maybe some coach interviews, maybe a little bit of special guest interviews, maybe some member interviews, um, just to give some extra value to, you know, what we provide on a regular daily basis. And that's really what this podcast is about. There is no, there is no real plan for it right now. We don't have, you know, we haven't perfected anything. We just want to kind of come on here and, you know, pick a topic and, and shoot the shit about it. And, and hopefully you guys like it. Um, that's really it. Meg, is there anything that you want to get across yeah. in the podcast in particular? I mean, I think it's a cool outlet in order for us to talk a little bit more about how in depth some of the stuff we do is because, you know, when we do things and we present these, you know, epic classes or create events and all these pieces, there is, a bunch of stuff that maybe people don't realize come behind that as far as like what value we're trying to bring or how much thought goes into 
why we do what we do. Totally so, agree. Very another well way said. to get it out there. I love it. I love it. Well, to go a little bit further here, we want to do a little bit of uh, introduction to your hosts. So, you know, for me, you know, I, I'm a little bit more behind the scenes now at the gym, but my 60 seconds um, intro here is I opened the, the gym formally CrossFit 416 back in 2011. Um, I kind of was in a position as a part-time personal trainer as, all as, as well as working a corporate job, and I just hated my job. And so I knew that what I wanted to do is get up behind, from behind the desk and help more people. And the best way I could do that was with CrossFit and opening a CrossFit gym. I'd been doing CrossFit myself, you know, training for rugby really was the reason why I started the training for a couple of years. And then it kind of brought me into personal training and eventually working at another CrossFit gym and ultimately to opening CrossFit 416 in 2011 in a 1200 square foot location, just actually on the other side of the wall of our current location. Um, and we just started growing. We just kicked open the doors, threw some paint on the wall, threw some equipment down, and and um, started running classes. And that's that's really the origin story of CrossFit Four and Six now Four and Six Fitness Club. And throughout the last twelve years, there's been a lot of evolution. Um, we've moved twice. We have gone through a pandemic. We've had a I don't even know how many people have been through the doors and and out the doors over the course of those 12 years, thousands. But at the end of the day, we've really tried to serve the waterfront community and city place community as best we can. And, you know, we've been a stronghold and a foothold here for a, for a long time. And, you know, just the development around around this area, it's been crazy with all the new buildings and stuff like that and all the new people that have moved in. When we first opened, there was nothing here and it's making me sound very old, but there was nothing. There weren't even streetcars on Queens key. So um, it's been that long, but we're here today. And, you know, luckily four years ago, we were able to hire you. Was that four years, three years? How long has it been? Not quite, but I mean, if you're saying four, it must be going long. No, we're coming up to three. <laughs> okay, three. At least it wasn't two. Um, and so, why don't you why don't you dig into your story, Megs? Let let us know a little bit about you, how you got into CrossFit, and you know why you decided to move across the country to to join us. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, my original start in CrossFit kind of was way back. It's going to be, I guess, we're getting close to ten years now at some point here. Um, and really, it was somebody bugging me long enough that I said, will you leave me alone if I try it? <laughs> so um, that was that was my original like starting point. Um, I'm not sure if that person was happy about me actually trying it because once I did, it was kind of like full take on. I, I drank all the CrossFit Kool-Aid. I got really excited um, about it. I had a corporate job. Um, I was an HR professional for a while. And uh, with a bit of downturn in the Calgary market, I started becoming basically the layoff person and my job got uh, oh, fun. less and less fun. Yeah, very, very challenging at the end somewhere, um, losing, like having to let go of people instead of my HR focus, which was more on helping people and being in this environment to support staff of the company. Um, so 
once I kind of had drank the Kool-Aid, then it turned into my layoff, which turned into me saying, I want to go all in on this coaching thing. I hadn't done any schooling in fitness at that point and was pretty uh, unsure if that was a good plan, but we decided to go for it. So it was kind of that starting point of coaching kids and teens, which was uh, definitely a challenge. Brought me back to some of my uh, junior high years working through some those things and the dynamics of working with young people. Um, but it was a good grounding. It was a good opportunity. And it turns out that adults are not necessarily that much different. So <laughs> you kind of yeah. get a good base for working through things. Yeah. Um, adults like to play too and like to figure things out. So I think that was a good starting point for coaching. But after, I think it was 2015. So 2015, I just started to work on building that. And Calgary was um, a great place for that, but the volume of people uh, was a lot lower. So building a career in CrossFit was quite the challenge. At one point, I think it was at four gyms traveling back and forth and doing different pieces. So um, when I saw an opportunity at 416, which I'll be honest, I did not know was uh, quite as exceptional of a gym as it is, um, I thought I would at least give it a try and throw my hat in the ring and see if Toronto might be ready for Coach Megs to give a try at uh, building on that coaching career. So, um, and then really, if I'm being honest, I'm going to like inflate Dan too much, but uh, after meeting on Zoom a couple of times and talking about 416, the vision, where it's been, where it's like wanting to go and the actual full-fledged background of like helping people being the key, it became quickly like I was interested in being a part of a gym like that, that had an owner that was going to um, do everything he could to kind of move things forward in the name of helping more people. Well, I hope that we or I delivered on that for you. I know that I can be persuasive. So I hope that I, <laughs> I have lived up to that. Um, but I mean, that being said, you still, when you made the move, there was a worldwide pandemic going on was there not or was that right before no it was during covid uh no yeah i got 2020 early september 2020 and we had right. what three weeks of me trying to coach and become part of the part of the fit fam so there was a brief window again. yeah there's a brief window where they opened us up and you were and you were in here <laughs> Wow, that you know what? Now yeah. that I reflect on that, you are a very brave person for jumping in <laughs> and doing that. Considering that we were just because we were we shut down when we first had started the interviews with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, crazy! It's all a blur at this point. But um, know. we are happy that you made that decision. That very hard decision. Me too. A shout out to like the, the community and the team though, because I mean, getting shut down and you've only had a couple weeks to meet people that you work with or start working with um, the community and people took care of me. They made sure I was okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everyone came together during that time. Not that I want to revisit it yeah. at all, but um, you know, yeah. Hats off and shout outs to everyone during that time. Coaches, members, you know, anyone, former members, you know, is all a huge part of us surviving that period, especially in that initial, initial point where no one knew what the hell was happening. So 
Um, well, that's that's a great story, Megs. I'm, I'm glad you're able to tell that. But I think a lot of it, you know, listening to you, you, you talked about coaching as being like the main driving factor in a career change and, and helping people. And I think that brings us to what I wanted to discuss next, which is, you know, really what 416 our, what our aim is to provide to our members. And, you know, whenever I'm in a sales consultation with a prospective member, I try to make a clear distinction with what 416 is versus a normal, if you'd say normal big box gym or global gyms and CrossFit lingo. Um, and that, the word I use to describe it is coaching. We, as I see it, are a coaching facility and we distinguish ourselves from big box gyms with that because I'm a big believer that coaching, you know, even if it's not fitness, any type of coaching is going to get you to where you want to go faster. And with regards to fitness, it's going to get you there safer, more effectively and more efficiently. And that's why we coach. We coach to have that impact on people. And that's what we want to provide at 416 to our members, not just a space for people to come and work out, not just a space for people to come and meet people, not just a space for people to come and use equipment. It's a space where people can be coached to be better and coaching is going to get them to where they want to go faster. How would you kind of respond to that? Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely something that drew me in conversation when we were going through interviewing process because you can go to any gym you can work out in your living room all those pieces but having that voice that accountability those those you know contributing factors in there to help you move forward makes a big difference huge actually I mean especially if you look at this fitness industry in itself there's a lot of noise out there I can go down TikTok rabbit holes and sometimes wonder <laughs> what information is accurate and what's not. Um, so having coaches to help sift through those pieces is going to move things in the direction you want a lot quicker. I totally agree. And I think one of the main pieces of coaching is, you know, support beyond accountability. You know, it's support and mm. celebration. You know, coaching, you know, coaches are supposed to challenge you, but they're also supposed to make you feel good. Right. And I think, you know, when people are working long hours at their jobs, they want to come in here to relieve stress. You know, we're here to make you feel good, make you feel important. Um, and that's that's really one of our mandates as as a gym. Um, so with all that being said. You know, one thing that we talked about before coming on the podcast and, you know, what we wanted to discuss was what I describe as one of the what can be your biggest asset in fitness? And it's kind of outside the box thinking, but when people enter into a, you know, a new fitness program um, or they, they started a new gym, there's really one factor that I've seen that contributes to success or failure, especially, you know, fast success. And it might seem obvious, but to a lot of people, they don't get specific on it. And, and what I'm talking about is having a goal. What are you working mm -hmm. towards? 
because it's too easy to get lost in the surface level type of stuff of, you know, I just, you know, I just want to be fit or I just want to get healthy or I just want to get strong. And, you know, those are all admirable, but at the end of the day, I don't know what any of that means unless you can be specific, unless you have certain targets around those things that tell you whether or not you're actually achieving it. Um, and so the idea of having a goal always, and your goals will change over time as you achieve certain things, can really be your driving force, your motivation, your accountability in fitness. And it's something that's overlooked, but it's something that I wanted to come on the podcast today in our first episode and drive home to our members and our community is that, have you? when was the last time you thought about what you're working towards? Because that can a lot of the time be the difference between you maybe showing up to a class when you don't feel, you know, 100% ready to go and you, you know, working hard towards something is going to, it's just going to get, it's going to breed motivation. They say success breeds motivation. It's just going to breed more motivation for you to work a little bit harder um, and not take any time off. Um of your of your gym routine what's your experience been like with you know helping members set goals and the importance of it i mean it's been pretty good you get a pretty wide range of what people are kind of willing to do i i've noticed that we've got like the stream of people that generally can come up with a lot of different goals and targets and go after them you know they kind of know what they want or those pieces and then we have this stream of, you know, a chunk of the rest of us that might struggle with picking them. And I've kind of started to pick and learn like pieces where in some cases it's uh, almost like you don't want to say it out loud because you don't want to fail at it. So it's hard to kind of create those goals. Um, and recently, this was actually one for, for me that, you know, I spend most of my time kind of working with people to help create those goals and how to achieve them and, you know, check-ins and accountability and kind of moving in those directions um, and realize that in the, in the throes of that, I hadn't created any of my own. Mm. And when I sat down to create some of my own, I realized that I was almost scared to say any of them out loud or put them down on paper because I wasn't sure that I was going to follow through. So that kind of brought like an interesting attention to that, but it did make me realize that, you know, if you just leave it as nothing, then you're kind of working on nothing. So I had to kind of like bite my tongue and like dig deep and actually wrote a few down to see, you know, what they might be. And some of them are big and they scare me a little, um, but it does change the way that you approach kind of your training or your workouts or what you do on a daily basis. So I would say, even though maybe some of them I'm not saying out loud yet, I put them on paper for myself. I, it has changed my mindset around those pieces. So good reminder, because even though I'm coaching people on it, it applies to me too. Um, so I, I would say, you know, anyone that's kind of thinking, uh, I don't have a goal or a specific item that I want to work towards, or you're feeling a little bit fearful to put it out there, um, put it out there. Yeah, and, I mean, it doesn't have to be a big audacious kind of, you know, yeah. thing. But what a small goal, like the beauty of CrossFit is that there's so many things to work on. So when you look at like from a oh, movement right. perspective, right? And, you know, even just in lifting, like the technical components, so a lot of the things that are done in at our gym, you know, no one's ever going to be an expert 
right? And so there's always something to work on, but the process of identifying a weakness and identifying something to work towards is really what I'm talking about here, because that's what's going to wake you up in the morning, get you moving, get you working out. That's what's going to make you put in a little bit of extra time. You know, that's what's going to make you work with a coach to, you know, move a little bit faster in reaching this goal. And then once you get there, the accomplishment is just that much greater because of all the effort and work that you've put in. And it allows you to step back and say, okay, I just accomplished something great. Now, what's my next goal? And I think for people that are getting started in their fitness journey or restarting it, if you've taken time off, the first thing that you need to do is just pick some goals. They don't have to be big. They don't have to be crazy. But if you have them, then now you can start a plan to achieve them. And a plan is going to create accountability and it's going to create motivation and it's going to help you get started in your journey or keep you going if you're already in a, you know, a good place. Cause we see that a lot too. It's like, Oh, you know, I've achieved something and now I'm just kind of showing up to the gym two, three times a week, you know, doing my thing. But if you're able to pick a new goal, well, now you've got that motivation to kind of work a little bit harder, come a little bit more often. Totally. I knew anyone new to the gym generally starts off with like trying not to create any. They're just like, I'm just anything specific. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hear you. Well, I think that was a good first rant. I think uh, we covered a little (laughs) bit there. I hope that was valuable for for everyone. Again, as I said at the beginning, this is this is going to be a little bit rough around the edges as we get going. But you know, I think um, you know we'll we'll try to provide a lot of value to our listeners. And if there's anything that uh, anything that you want us to talk about, let us know. Shoot us a message. If there's a topic you want us to cover, let us know. If we're experts on it, we'll uh, you know it'll probably be an easy free-flowing podcast if we're not experts on it we'll pretend and uh, maybe get some good laughs out of it um but that being said megs what's coming up this month at 416 that you need to tell people about oh my gosh biggest one and it's coming up real fast because it's this friday is the 416 classic our weightlifting event that That is going to be on friday 18th yeah friday august 18th we have like a pretty good lineup of people, but there's still some spaces. Um, so all levels, like just come get some lifts in, get a baseline, you know, spend some time with your fit fam. We'll have some people cheering you on as well. Um, but let's just see what we can do. And maybe that creates a goal for next year on what we're going to hit for uh, weightlifting as we move forward. So start somewhere. So that's going to be the first one. That's our biggest one. Yeah. Friday. So as the summer's winding down here, you know, join us on Friday for the four and six classic. Um, anything else going down before the end of August or is that it? Before the end of August? I never remember. Oh yeah. We're going to have like a bring a friend week. That's what we've got. Oh, going. There we go. Yes. Yes. Stay tuned for the details on bring a friend week. Cause we've got some sweet prizes to give away. So listen, listen up for the details on that. They're coming up actually this week. Um, but other than that, I think that's a wrap on podcast episode number one. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, 
if you can, please like and share our podcast if you got any enjoyment or uh, fulfillment out of it. So that's it. We'll see you next time. Later. Bye.